God came down and he touched ya. Put down that glass of milk because it is dinner time. This is free wine and unleavened bread. Guys, we were trying a new intro. As usual, this is Dalton Locke, your host, with Whitney Williamson. Hey. And David Overstreet. Hey. And tonight, we are serving the Believer's Authority. Mm. So come sit at the table. We're so serving. come sit at the table because our chef, the Holy Spirit, has prepared a wonderful meal for us. And God the Father and Jesus the Son are sitting down with us and helping us talk about the Believer's Authority. Do you remember that hymn that we used to <laughs> sing at Old Hickory? Um, come drink, or come drink the bread. Come, <laughs> come, yeah. come uh drink the wine come share the bread come share the lord or something yes i do remember yeah i wonder what verse that's from i don't know come drink the- what to look into it come share well per usual guys we're gonna start with facebook memories as our appetizer <laughs> i'm sticking with this thing all right well, i want listeners opinion okay what do you guys think this sounds like What song is this? <laughs> no one knows? I feel like... They can't respond, You but said listeners. Yeah. Listeners. <laughs> it is uh, We Will Rock You by Queen. Get it? Yeah. Was that who sang that song? I didn't realize that was a punchline. I have get. a booger in here. That's why I can't breathe uh, adequately to do it. Wonderful. Yeah. That's exactly what listeners <laughs> David's like, ladies, pick me. <laughs> yeah, pick me. <laughs> He's single, ladies. Yes. He's alone, ladies. He can play guitar. He can sing. But most importantly, he has the best sense of humor you ever did see. Mm. It's David Overstreet. And he mm. has a dog. For those of you that like swipe left, swipe, swipe right. Slipe. Slipe. <laughs> yeah. And um, you pick the guys that have a dog. Well, this guy has the best dog. Mm-hmm. Just saying. That's funny. Google knew. It automatically brought up memories. Like it suggested that. Oh. And I turned my phone on. I was like, want to look at Facebook was just memories? listening. That's what it was. Facebook is annoying bro <laughs> all right i'm sharing last today you're sharing last today last because the first will be last and the last will be first mm. hmm. check out this old picture of wit making a weird face with too much eye makeup wow why is wow. all your hair on one side huh i don't know <laughs> huh oh wow oh wow <laughs> we're gonna post that on our instagram Oh, no, we're not. Post it. Just the hair. Not even the face. Just the hair to one side. Crop it out. My Facebook memory says, this is from 2011. I said, I have some nights where my guitar sounds awesome. And then the next it sounds, wait, what? I I could not spell or type. I said, and then the next it sounds like 500 dogs peed on it. What's up with that? What is up with that? I don't know. And then somebody commented and said, I peed on it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (sighs) Let's see. Six years ago today, I said, missing my best friend. Aww. Yeah. I was definitely talking about David. Yeah, I didn't know No, you were talking about, um, wait, you were in high school six years ago, so. Huh? Probably Zach at that point. Probably Zach. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Got anything else, David? 
No, I just have a really cool photo from a show I played with Deep Fried Puppies where we're all like standing in this spotlight and the spotlight's red and it looks like so metal. Deep Fried Puppies. Yeah, yeah. what is that? Please yeah. tell me you're talking about Hush Puppies. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I, I just said that casually like, like the listeners know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, so I had a band in high school called uh, Deep Fried Puppies. Nice. We, we were like a prog rock. Prog rock. Band. Yeah. Were you the front man? I was. I was the front man for Deep Fried Puppies. Nice. And our album cover, or in our first album, we just took a picture from the internet, and it was dogs in a fryer. It was like little puppies in a fryer. <laughs> so was it a band or a Chinese restaurant? Maybe both. both. I don't know. Yeah. I think it evolved into the last one by the end of it. More than likely. Um, I don't really have anything funny to share. Yeah. So come on, Whitney. All right. I'm going to start with some deep stuff and then... Some shallow stuff. Oh. oh. Right. Um, I shared a quote, apparently. What if God wants you to do what you're asking through a process instead of a moment? Mm-hmm. Ooh. And then three years ago, I went to a worship night, apparently, at the square mm-hmm. for the experience. Oh, there's a worship night this Friday. I know. I have small group, and I'm bringing the food, so I can't go. Dang. I know. That was such a quick response. Another, well, the Starbucks guy invited me earlier. Oh. <laughs> Not not the one so that he, I wanted to invite me. Oh. The other one that mm, is just super super chill. Um, three years ago, I said, "Don't take your problems out on other people. They didn't make your decisions for you." I guess I was feeling a little spicy. Ooh, mm. spicy. Ooh, I shared Randy Lobshire's post three who's years that? ago. Lobster. Who's who's Randy Lobshire? Lobshire, just a preacher. <laughs> oh. But it says real covenant relationships are based on what you can contribute, not in what you can get. Ooh. Right? Going to put that on our relationship one when we do a series. Well, since you're sharing so much truth, I'm going to share one of the truths that I shared. <laughs> I shared something about Medea. I shared a Medea video. Tyler Perry. Starring Tyler Perry. All right. I got Featuring one more, Dalton, and then you can have it. Go for it. It's a little meme, and it's a stick figure on a stick figure computer, and it says Bill is on the internet. Bill sees something that offends him. Bill moves on. Bill is smart. Be like Bill. Oh, that's... Bill, can we have you on the show? Yeah. Can we, like... <laughs> we need more of Bill. Somebody get Bill's manager. Mm. Right, right now. Who's our manager? I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll say Cooper for now. Yeah, Cooper. I like that answer. <laughs> okay, so I shared a meme uh, last year on this day. And it's, uh, if you really want to be like Jesus, be the one who sit, who stays when everyone else walks away. Be the one who forgives even when it's undeserved. Be the one to show grace when everyone else is casting stones. Be the one to show love even when they betray you because that's who Jesus is. Amen. Amen. Mm. 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 And neither of you liked it. How dare you. Mm. <laughs> Shows you who your real friends are. Yeah. Eric like liked it. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. What? <laughs> I didn't, Eric didn't even have an Instagram until we moved him in here. That's I didn't true. Know he had a Facebook. Yeah. At that point. Now he's all over Instagram. Yeah. His first pic- I'll never forget that. He made it. His first picture was us in the car with him. Yeah. During the same, like, conversation we were having about him getting one, it- he was taking a picture of us. Yeah. And we were like, why are you taking a picture? Oh, 
tagged in a photo. <laughs> Gotta love it. Quasi. Quasi. Good old Quasi. Quasi. Quasi, Quasi, Quasi. So tonight, we're talking about Believer's Authority. The authority that the children of God have. Because mm. we are believers in Jesus Christ. Not believers. Like believers. Justin Bieber. Verse. Believers. Believers. Sorry, Wynn. I know. That was sad. That was a fun time in life. Were you a believer? No, I wasn't a believer, but I was going to be Mrs. Bieber. <laughs> I was yeah. going to be Mrs. Bieber. Oh, yeah. Whatever it but takes. But he's not your usual type, though. Oh, he was. No. Oh, yeah. Now, isn't he like in, like a Christian now? Like into the into the word now? Uh, I mean, he's come out as Christian, yes. He's married. I don't want someone else's husband. That's coveting. <laughs> this is true. But back in the day when we were all in middle school and he wore the flat bill and he was all cute and guys pretended like they thought he was gay because they could never measure up to how cute he was. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. that what it was? Oh, yeah. They were insecure. All the girls are flaunting over a guy that's not them, of course. The only thing you can do is bully him. So hmm. when you wear a flat bill forwards you're you're nice but when you wear it backwards <laughs> you're not well he like just had the jerk, cute middle school skater okay look when you're in middle school that's cute skater boy vibe okay when you're in high school that says that you do drugs okay i really don't agree oh you wore one didn't you <laughs> i wear a hat backwards all the time when she said in high school i mean usually when i'm at work but a flat bill oh no that see that's the difference there's a huge difference in not flat bill wearing guys and flat bill wearing guys but i do have a flat bill hat that i wear every now and then it says worship on it but that's like the churchy hipster vibe now that's yeah i'm talking about like in high school churchy hipster yeah there's different they all mean different. (laughs) okay so specifically in high school yeah okay i get it yes most guys mm. that were flat especially bills backwards or did any of that and especially had their... if it said DC on it. Oh, oh yeah, you know. Yeah, okay, anyway, <laughs> sorry, we're being very biased, but we're just reflecting on our own personal memories. That doesn't mean all y'all that still you do that. You know what? You know what, guys? If you wore a DC hat backwards in high school, there's no judgment. Yeah. You know, I love DC and Marvel. <laughs> Batman, Me too. Batman Dude. and Iron Man. I love them both. <laughs> Man, I wish I knew that's what that actually meant. What? It's not. It's not. I know I'm kidding. <laughs> Guys, okay. come on. See, that failed. That was just a cluster. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, guys, tonight, despite our intro, Dolphin, what we are going to be talking about the believer's authority. What? <laughs> you said despite the intro. What? How does that despite the intro? Us talking about people wearing flat bills had nothing to do with authority as a believer. That wasn't the intro. That wasn't the intro. Oh. It was kind of like a bridge. Welcome oh my back. Well, <laughs> intro, bridge, verse, chorus, whichever part of the song this we're singing it. Wit dumb. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what just happened, Whitney just smacked the microphone with her face. I did not. It was with the book. It looked like, like your face. No, if I hit my face, Either I would have been way. complaining. Either way, I think you should apologize to the microphone. Yeah. That was pretty harsh. Nay. Nay. Sorry, Whitney gets British every now and then. Well, David gets... Scottish. Yeah. Scottish. And then Dolphin gets... Dolphinish. <laughs> so good. 
Wow, she went home, thought about that one. She got it with her. <laughs> Something. You're, you're, uh, you're a dolphin. <laughs> that was David, not me. Oh, no, that was definitely Dalton. That, All right, what are we talking about tonight? <laughs> what are we talking about? That didn't sound like it came out the front end, but okay. <laughs> and there's Woodbury. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell on me and where I'm from. Whitney's roots are showing. Yeah. My roots are in the word. Yeah. Hey. Hey. You're doing hey. an awful lot of flipping. What you flipping to? Yeah, what you flipping? Share with us. Share with the listeners. So... We're really referencing this book tonight. It's called The Believer's Authority by Kenneth E. Hagan. Um, I want to tell you guys a little bit about how I even came onto this book. Um, when I started going to church about five years ago, I had read a different book prior in my BC years when I like was living in sin, and I just didn't feel really encouraged. I didn't have a good word foundation to be able to read that book. Um, but anyway, when I started going to church, I asked the pastor, I'm like, look, the Bible's great kind of thick and your girl's attention spans kind of short so what you got that's a little bit more positive and a little bit shorter just to get me started and he was like well you could <laughs> yeah he kind of gave me the look you guys are giving me and he was like you can check out the believer's authority um it, it's a really good starter book there's tons of scripture um etc and so at that point a lady at the church was actually leading a small group so yay for wit that was my first small group and i went and actually, it, it totally changed the whole way that I pray. Like, instead of being meek and being like, well, God, I just kind of hope that you know. Like, no, I started praying with authority. And I'm like, Lord, I thank you that it's already accomplished in your name. And I, I receive it. And I'm going to believe you. And I'm going to keep speaking that until I see it. And so this book changed just the way that I prayed and how, how I, even how I see God, just the authority that he's given us and delegated us and that we we do have what we do have as christians like we're not weak or set back or don't have power in his name like we do and i feel like a lot of us don't know that and we definitely don't use that we just kind of hope and hold on until jesus comes back and try to just be a good person and just kind of hold on to salvation we don't really try to to walk in power and authority that he paid a price for us to have as a believer and so Anyway, this is a really awesome book. You guys should check it out. Let us know what you think about it. Um, for other people that like short reads like me, it's really powerful. It's good. But what I was looking at when you guys all looked over here at me was chapter two, and it's just talking about what is authority. So, so what is authority? I'm just going to let you tell me, Dalton. Oh, so I'm, defi- I'm doing the definition tonight? Oh, I'm, I'm giving you, you have the, the authority. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> Okay, so authority, the definition, is the power or right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. So I want to share with you guys a little um, excerpt. Okay, so it's just talking about how the value of our authority rests on the power that is behind the authority. God himself is the power behind our authority. The devil and his forces are obliged to recognize our authority. And it says, what is authority? And it says, authority is delegated power, which is what Dalton just shared with us. I just want to give you guys an example that he gives in the books because it's really good. And he's talking about policemen who direct traffic during the rush hour just raise their hands up and cars stop. These men don't have the physical power to stop the vehicles if the drivers choose not to stop. But they don't use their own strength to stop the traffic. They are strong in the authority that is invested in them by the government they serve. 
people recognize that authority and stop their cars. And it says, blessed be God, there's authority that's vested in us by the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he lists scriptures in like Ephesians 6 saying, Paul told believers to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And that means you can step out in front of the devil, hold your hand up and tell him not to come any closer. Use your authority. And so um, I just, I love that, that metaphor of how policemen really don't have the physical power to stop a vehicle, mm-hmm. but they use the authority given to them by something more powerful than themselves and can, can cause, like they can stop traffic. Like they have the ability and the authority to do so. So the other side of that metaphor is we ourselves as Christians don't have the power, but we have the authority given given to us by who, by he who has the power. Yeah, therefore, since we are given authority by the one who has the power, we have power and authority. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit of how you started your prayer life and like what that looked like and how you actually started actually, you know, getting into it and it became real for you. Um, well, actually I'm kind of still in the middle of that journey. I think that honestly we all are like, you just get to a point. It's just like in a relationship when you start out, you're talking about the, the surface level, like cute, fun stuff. There might be a couple of serious things here and there and you start getting into deeper topics and then eventually you just kind of, you just jive like that. Yeah. You're just able to kind of tell or read somebody. And it's it's not because they're sitting there telling you everything they're thinking. You just have that intimacy where you know them. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like that with God. Like, the more that you spend time with him, the more that it's just kind of even an unsaid thing. That yeah. you just you just feel his presence and you just kind of know. Yeah. But it doesn't ever – I feel like it doesn't – for most people, doesn't start there. Yeah. Um, a while back ago, I did have, like, a major breakthrough in my prayer life. Uh, what's his name? Kenneth E. Kenneth E. Hagen. Kenneth E. Hagen. He, in the first chapter, he references Ephesians a lot, and he says that um, he started praying the book of Ephesians kind of over himself and other over other people, and that that really changed his prayer life for him. I would say Colossians did that for me. I began memorizing it, uh, the book of Colossians over the course of a, a few weeks and the more that I memorized it the more that the that those words were written on my heart and Paul s- mentioned so many times that he prays for that church uh, prays certain things over that church uh, one of those things would be um, that we that the church be strengthened with all power according to God's glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy and so I, I, I began praying that over myself, you know, uh, reminding myself that I've been, I've been given all power by God to endure and to live with patience and joy. And so I kind of pray that self that over myself every morning to remind myself whose I am, who stands behind me and that I can endure because God has given me this day. Yeah. Uh, one point that I kind of left out is that even though it's Paul's hand writing these letters, it's the Holy Spirit speaking through Paul. And so we have the Holy Spirit's very prayers over ourselves that we can be praying. And Kenneth makes a point about that in the first chapter too. Yeah. 
it's got some really powerful stuff, some really good stuff. Yeah. Um, something that I want to point out, I feel like this particular episode, guys, is a little bit like more in the word um, in regards to what we're referencing in the book. But this is important. Um, some of you may have already, you know, read this or know this, and some of this may be completely new to you, period. But I would really want to encourage you guys always to read your Bible for yourself. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, it's awesome for a pastor to teach you. Like, I mean, church is awesome, you know, and it, it's great and it's a great starting point, but they aren't responsible to spiritually feed you. Mm-hmm. You don't only eat physical food one time a week. You shouldn't spiritually be fed one time a week with the word. Like, you are required to self-feed. And I think that you need to know what your Bible says along, you know, if you need someone to help teach you, you know what I mean? Right. And under, understand it. Um, but read your Bible for yourself. Make sure you're going to a life-giving church that teaches the word as the standard. Um, and ask Holy Spirit to reveal and help you to understand if you don't when you read. Because at first, I really didn't. Yeah. So disclaimer there. But biblically, it talks about we are not up against flesh and blood. Like, so your neighbor beside you, they're not your enemy. Your boss, your parent that wasn't there for you or that didn't do something right, they're not your enemy. You yourself making bad decisions, you're not your enemy. It says we're not up against flesh and blood. We're up against spiritual forces, dark principalities, evil rulers of the spiritual realm. Um, and it, it talks about that in our Bible. And it tells us, like, hey, what you see on the surface, that's not actually all that's going on. Yeah. And so it reminded me whenever he was talking about police officers having their uniform and having that authority dressed in their uniform. Us as believers, we're called to dress in the spiritual armor of God. So that's the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of peace, um, the helmet of salvation. Mm-hmm. Don't know. If, did I already say that one? And the sword isn't part the of the sword of the spirit. Yeah. The sword of the spirit. And notice how the only weapon of offense in your spiritual armor is the sword of the spirit, which is the word. Yeah. And if that's your only weapon of offense you should be using it mm-hmm. as offense. You need to speak and declare the word in your life when you have an area that you're having a deficit, you're having a hard time, or that person is coming up against you at work and saying things when you're not around or putting down your character, or your friend does that same thing, or you're dating somebody that's really not good enough for you, but you're settling because you feel like that's all you deserve. You need to speak the word and figure out who you are in God and declare that and use that as your weapon of offense. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, don't sit around and let life happen to you. You have the ability and the authority and the power to respond to it. And you don't have to do it alone. Don't sit around watching the wind and letting the weather dictate how you're going to to act. Yeah. You need to look at things that are not seen. You need to pray for people, people you don't like. You need to ask God to bless them. I am kind of just ranting and I'm waiting on somebody else to jump in Well, no, like uh, that last part too, that's really true. Not only just for, other people uh but for yourself too because how you respond to those things it affects your heart it affects who you are as a person it reveals who you are as a person you know if if i'm having a bad day and somebody's just bugging me and it's not really their fault that i'm having a bad day but if i want to take it out on them then that reveals like anger that is what's the word i'm looking for um Anger that is suppressed down in you? Suppressed down, yeah. And it's kind of making my heart ugly. You know, 
you can either choose to let that anger out on them or you can choose to pray over it and to ask God to take it out of you. You know, every everything's a refining fire. He's showing what is impure in you. Impure in you. Sorry, that was a tongue twister. But. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, also what you put in is what you get out. And so if I squeeze a tube of tea, and Pastor Bill said this, he said, you know, if I squeeze a tube of that aqua toothpaste or whatever, what colors are going to come out? And everybody's like, you know, green, mm-hmm. red, white, or, you yeah. know, whatever the colors were. And he was like, if you squeeze it, what's in it is what comes out. And he was like, that's us when pressure is applied. Whenever you're under pressure and you're going through those hard things, what comes out of you is what's in you. And it's important to, to get some of that stuff out of you. Yeah. But that's why it's also important to feed on the word because if you put the right stuff in, that's what's going to come out of you subconsciously. You yeah. won't even have to think about it. Like what you watch, what you listen to, what you conversate about, that's what you're putting in. That's what you're feeding your heart. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're going to talk about. And so you can really kind of gauge um, where you're at with that depending on what you know you put in, but also like what comes out of your mouth. Because it says from a man's heart, so he speaks. Mm-hmm. Was that the scripture? Yeah, it's... Okay. It's paraphrased, but it works. From the abundance of a man's heart, he speaks. Mm-hmm. And so what's in your heart, that's what comes out. Um, get to a place where you're not afraid to ask God for what you really want. And you're not just discouraged or disappointed. It says, asking you'll receive and believe it in your heart. Mm-hmm. It says, don't doubt. Don't be like a wave tossed to and fro by the wind. Don't get so scared that God's not going to show up for you, that you stop being a believer, that you stop really believing what you say you believe. Take the responsibility. Put on the spiritual armor. Do your part. Renew your mind. Read the word. Even if you don't feel like it, even if it's hard, even if you seem uninterested, do it anyway because it's the things that we make ourselves do anyway that are good choices that cause us to grow. It's not always the things that we feel like doing. Mm -hmm. How you treat other people that's a decision you don't just feel a certain way and then take it out on people you have a decision yeah and so make a decision to to use the authority that it tells us that we have in ephesians and in in our bibles really take the word of god to heart and believe what it says read your word and do what it says it's not that complicated and i feel like a lot of people make christianity and make a relationship with god so much harder than it has to be and it's so simple, but we're lazy and we want it to be convenient. And just for our listeners, I'm going to let you know any relationship worth having, it's not just going to be convenient. And so just whatever you got to do to really surrender, to really mean it, just do it. If you guys want to check out that book, go for it. If you need any prayers or encouragement, if you need anything at all, Reach out to us, direct message us. We love, love to hear from you guys. And we want to be that support and be encouraging to you. If you guys have any topic ideas that you would like us to speak on, please feel free to reach out. We just want to be here for you guys, and we really appreciate you tuning in. But we just wanted to encourage you and let you know that your prayers don't have to be a, oh, please, and a, oh, I hope so. It can be, I have this in Christ because it's been paid for for me. And it's the truth. So I hope you guys have a really awesome night. Don't have anything to add. Dinner is served. <laughs>